Welcome to Hot Local Singles. My name is Juan. Ooh, an intro. My name's Josh. Hi, Juan. Hi, Josh. <laughs> nice to hear from you again. You were gone for weeks. Yeah, weeks. Seemed like weeks. months. Yeah, I got back and nothing changed. So. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Canada. Everything's still the same. Yeah. Election tomorrow, in fact. Yeah. Well, I can vote, but right. you can. Well, we talked recently. How do we describe a show like Hot Local Singles? Oh, it's impossible to describe, but... Yeah, ever-changing rating systems. Um, <laughs> the consistent thing is pop music. That's what we talked yeah. about. So we come, you keep coming back for the pop music, and we will keep giving you pop music. In one way or another, we'll, yeah. we'll find a way to make it work. We won't give you, however, a coherent rating system. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. We love you, listener. It kind of so, felt like a slow month for pop music, but looking back, it, it was a little bit action-packed. Like, we have a huge list of songs. We have yeah. more than one major album, I would say. Yeah. I must say, I must begin this podcast by thanking Joshi and the listeners too. You really compiled a fun list of songs. I don't know where the fuck you found that, all of those <laughs> songs, because like I was struggling to find any releases this month, but you really got some like really good shit on it. There's ducking tons of them. Yeah. We have like, what, 30, 35? Yeah. Yeah. And we cut a bunch too. Like it's only the good stuff left over. Really. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. I'm excited for this one, but you're right. It felt slow. I think because we came from such a crazy month of like... Taylor Swift, Lana, Charlie, maybe even Tavlo. Yeah, well, we missed that. So we're going to narrowly miss it. We'll touch. We'll touch upon later. We're not going to start the episode with a half hour album review this time. We're going to do that later. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an interesting creative choice, I think. I know. We're not going to have an an entire like episode just for Charlie like we did last time, essentially. (laughs) Oh, wait. Speaking of Charlie, how was the show? Oh, good. Yeah. So Charlie was live in Toronto recently with Slater. So jealous. Everyone I know missed Slater, by the way. Oh, really? Including you? Yeah, like um, the bouncers were holding the line in a way that I've never seen before. Like, I would say 100 people were in line at least, maybe 200, maybe 300. It felt like the whole venue was waiting outside. And by the time I got in, she was playing Daddy as Fuck. Mm -hmm. And then she played mine and like maybe one other, and then it was over. True. And I I guess you got so some. But I wanted to hear the the devil. Really yeah, bad. Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know if she would I think Devil's it. the one that I've liked the most that was in a single. Does she sing live? She did sing live, yeah. True. Whoa, how do you sing that shit live? Uh, I mean, you know, not well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the tea we're waiting for. No, she was up um, high, honestly. Tea. No, no um, hiding. Slater. How was Charlie? Oh, oh, Charlie. Um, well, she did the did whole album. Did she sing live? Does she sing? I forgot. Um, or does she lip sing? No, she sang. She sang. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a mid-tempo to slow album, so... Yeah, essentially. She played a few Pop 2 songs. I think people were a little bit disappointed. Not like that Sophie DJ said last year right. that people, like, almost unstand for. But, yeah. yeah, there were a lot of missing songs, it felt like. T. Emerson was talking about the Sophie show last night. Oh, really? He was complaining, too. This take that Sophie's just Skrillex for gays. And it made me think. Wow. Yeah. It made you think, okay, period. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, it made me think, period. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like more of a comma. Anyway. So Sophie Skrillex of Gays, comment below, guys. Is she really? 
who can never know <laughs> uh, that's fun i missed the show in montreal but i saw so many stories from the toronto one I and bet. the montreal one everyone she, was she there brought a, yeah everyone she brought drag queens which i wouldn't have loved but whatever i guess they were drag queens yeah they just they weren't iconic ones from the scene like they were kind of random right. gay guys it seemed to me but and um, you're not even like a drag person so no i mean no i'm not but i do know them like the local queens right okay what would be cool i think it was like a little hard for her to coordinate bringing these five local dancers from each city did you see the picture of her holding a fan's like oh mother's God. ashes? She's kind of going through it. I know the face in that picture. She's like absolutely just reconsidering her career choices. Dissociating completely. It, it's yeah. kind of haunting me to this day. <laughs> in her mind, she's probably like, I should have stayed making sucker like music, singing yeah. to like 12 year old street girls rather than like be faced with this shit. I feel bad for her a little bit. <laughs> I know. And she like, all be these, exhausted. All these meet and greets too. Yeah, I don't know how celebrities do that. Also, because like it's become a thing, I guess, to propose to your partners in front of celebrities or like right. do just the most extra shit. Yeah. People think they just can do the most extra shit. Oh, um, boy. Which is not okay. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, I saw Charlie. Everyone was on M without me knowing. It was like one of those nights where everyone was having such a good time. And like, I loved <laughs> 2013. The vibe was so good. Like, everyone was <laughs> in such a good mood. And then around 3 a.m., I realized that everyone was on M except me. <laughs> <laughs> like your friends you mean yeah like people i knew very well <laughs> that's so funny they're like hugging you being like joshy we love you you're like happy <laughs> <laughs> self-esteem so high i think like, it was oh, low dose let me, me set my car we're pretty chill today yeah we are chill actually you sound okay considering you had such a late night why don't you tell the listener what you did the listener <laughs> i went out last night to a party it was techno adjacent thing mall grab mall yeah okay so everyone knows mall grab except for me everyone knows mall grab <laughs> i kept texting people like oh uh, emerson told me to come to this thing mall grab and so i was like oh yeah of course i know it's like fuck i have no clue same with shahan uh, so the party was fun the problem was the crowd was just like like a geary party like really straight bros mm. dancing with like literally just like a fist pumping you know like the fucking kids right. from I think that is his Jersey audience Shore? a bit. Oh, okay. That it's makes like a lot Australian of sense. Australian tech house. Kind I don't of. I don't love techno shit like that. I feel like if I want to go dancing, I'd rather go to like some shitty I think he's transitioning to techno because he used to be known for like I mean I mean maybe still techno, but like really heavily vocal kind of remixes and like edits and stuff. Right. And it was house here before, but I was listening to him on, on Spotify. It's more intense than ever. It's like more industrial. He's a skewing that way. I just I think that's where the money is. Yeah, probably. I bet that he had it open my third eye. I would have paid attention to what the music sounded like. Now I'm trying to think, what was the music like last night? Who the fuck knows? Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Fair there could have been vocals. There could have been vocals as far as I know, but I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this. I went to a heavily hyped Red Bull <laughs> Red Bull event the other night and I went sober. Like I didn't drink going out you're crazy for that it was like can i tell you something it was really hard to yeah. go out sober yeah i don't know how you do it i was exhausted obviously but i had a great time you... i didn't like any of the music but the pe- like the same people who went to charlie were also there we all kind of agreed to go to this thing yeah. <laughs> later in the week and so we all your exes <laughs> no actually none there literally okay. just like ex grinders maybe yeah actually bit of that especially at charlie holy shit 
Yeah, I bet the Charlie show was like that. I just kept seeing like all the randomest gays. Every single homosexual was there. So I was like, the messiness and chaotic energy that must be happening in this show of just like twinks giving each other like the worst looks. Oof, I didn't people know what that was going, yeah. People, <laughs> people competing for the few tops of the show. Oh my. I love that energy though. It was a hot crowd, honestly. It wasn't even that twinky. Someone called it a 30-something crowd and I was like, that's... Whoa. It was like older yeah. skewing than I. Oh, crazy. Which I liked. It was like the pitchfork generation. Honestly, yeah, actually, that is what it yeah. is. Interesting. I didn't expect that to be the case at all. No, because people online like always call Charlie Stan's like twinks and like 16, yeah. or whatever, but it's kind of just not true, is it? No, I guess it's like prejudice. Mm-hmm. A homophobic one at that. Yeah, totally. Or self-loathing. Yeah. Oh my God, speaking of self-loathing, <laughs> Azealia Banks went off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like she About went off prep. a couple of times. Yes, yeah, she okay, did. Yeah. She went a couple of times in between episodes of our podcast, so I don't know which one we're talking about. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, the prep one. She like, I mean, she's not wrong, but obviously yeah, Frank Ocean threw a party themed vaguely themed about prep or like what would have happened if <laughs> but also not that vaguely because it was called prep plus so not vaguely and yet like <laughs> i lost the plot anyway you know like yeah. regardless i have no idea what he was going for um and then she like then azalea banks she also, like i think she like said the phrase messy holes a few times <laughs> well the whole rant was about how like gay men just need to stop having so much sex and not taking prep yeah and like get off grinder she said yeah yeah she was like very few of you actually use it in the way that you say you use it which is like to have a hiv positive partner and be able to have like unprotected sex or whatever right she was like you guys are just using it as an excuse to go around and like have stretched out holes oh i don't think God. she actually said that but no, she would probably say that super visceral yeah. that way yeah yeah it was a lot of like conspiracy theory, but in a way that you know that she's probably right about at least like 20% of what she said. You know what I mean? Honestly, more. Yeah. Yeah, probably more. She was like going off about like Gilead, like trying to like not ruin the gaze, but she was like, you guys should know better than, than like taking a, like a medication that hasn't been like tested over time. It's honestly true, though. Essentially, gays are being guinea, guinea pigs for. We are guinea pigs. I'm a guinea pig. For whatever. Do you take prep? I'm on prep, yeah. Oh, too. I have been since the beginning of the year. I felt like I had a reason to before, but at this point, I I so don't. Yeah. I so don't need to. So I'm almost on my bottle. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I feel like, I guess you didn't really pay for it, do you? No, no. Um, Also, anyone listening, you can get it for free at Maple Leaf Prep Clinic on Carlton. What was I going to say? I forget. Oh, yeah, Azalea. Like, as much as she's probably right, I feel like it seemed also a bit, like, irresponsible rant to go on. I mean, whatever. No one's really going for Azalea for, like, scientific truth. But mm-hmm. it seemed like a bit, a bit messy. I know for a fact that she has, like, all this, like, bottled up homophobia. Right. <laughs> and I feel like it just came out that way a bit. But she's not wrong about most of it, I guess. It is, it is homophobic, yeah. But, and yet, like, I'm just so on her side. Like, literally, even if I say Leo Bank is, like, not even, like, homophobic in a feminist way. Even if it's just, like, plain all homophobic, I'm like, you've dealt enough with gays, annoying, 
in not like harassment and racism that you can be as homophobic as you want. As long as you're not killing anyone, just go off and say whatever you want. What if she's killing people by getting people off rep? <laughs> That's tea. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting we're reading a bit too deep into like her rants. I know. But, who is we are. It? but that said, it was like five hundred story pages. Yeah. Story pages. What the hell? You know what? She needs a podcast. Well, that's for sure. She should come on this here podcast. <laughs> this very podcast. We can talk about prep. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> not even prep plus. <laughs> well, this is not related, but I'm thinking about switching to like an aerosol deodorant. <laughs> so. Super not related. What kind? I just feel like I keep fucking up my white shirts, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. I think what kind, of, a better what way. kind of deodorant do you, do you use right now? Like a white powder you want? It's white, yeah. It's a antiperspirant. It's Old Spice. Right. Oh, antiperspirant, though. Yeah, yeah, it works. Like, that's why I use it, but... Uh, I only use deodorant, but I use, like, a gel one, a, a Dove. Oh. It's, like, bluish. Yeah, the blue type. That's just deodorant, you're yeah. right. But that's worse for white shirts, actually. Is it really? It, like, well, sometimes it, like, stains blue. Oh, come on. I know, it's disgusting. Okay, so aerosol. I'm switching. Okay, we should probably talk music at some point, right? Okay, yeah, let's start. We're going to take, <laughs> I think, 30 seconds each. Okay. Feel free to, like, yell skip, you know? But feel free to yell skip. Ten was too little. Yeah, it was. First song, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So it's Sabrina Claudio. Rumors featuring Zane. Yeah, who is she? I've never heard of her before. This. Such a good question. I only know her from, like... Lame guys on Tinder, they always have a Sabrina Claudio song. <laughs> oh my god. We should invent like an industry plant meter from like 1 to 10, how much someone is an industry plant. I think she's squarely like a 7. Mid range. Yeah, mid range plant. She has a really nice voice. It's like very standard, chill, or like alternative ish RB, but I think it really works. It's like really pleasant to listen. I would like. If I worked an office job, I would play this in the office and I feel like everyone would just like nod and enjoy it. It's so smooth. Know. Agree. And also yeah. brought out the best in Zane, which we haven't heard in more than a year. It's like, yeah. just he sounds good. It's like, it's what his first album sounded like a little bit. Yeah. I miss Zane like this. It's a good song. Maybe he needs to be collabing. You know, he's so used to being in a band that maybe he just can't take the spotlight of being on his own. And he literally can. He's so anxious about it. He's so anxious, right? Yeah, probably to this day. Yeah. I stand. Okay, next up from one one D to another, we have Niall Horan. Dude. Nice to meet ya. There I say the ugliest one direction. Oh no, what's in blue? That's it. Oh, really? Niall Horan was like the sweetheart or something. Um, yeah, he's the blonde. That's all I really know. This song I like. It's so British to me. It's so British. I literally was going to say that. It's so British to me. He sounds, and I think it's British to me because he sounds so much like the guy from Arctic Monkeys, like vocally. I was gonna say like almost Robbie Williamsy or something. Yeah, no, I mean it's just like some British style of singing. And it's like so fat boy slam the beat, right? Like Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but it goes off. Thanks, Niall. I don't really love the song. It it I think it just me it seemed too British to me. It's okay. What do we think about Harry Styles? This one's called Lights Up. It's his new single. Yeah. He's like a hack to me. In what sense? uses classic rock for clout with like a certain subset of the population he seems to me not that i've listened to any of their music but from what i've seen of their careers he seems to me like he's on track to actually have a music career more than any of them 
just because I guess he found his niche, maybe by being a hack. It's kind of, it's career yeah. music. I know what you mean. I just don't appreciate it, I guess. I don't like it at all either. I find it too, like, too harmless. There's like nothing about it that screams like, oh, you have an interesting take on music or like a particular sound. Mm. It's like, I guess, I guess just not even algorithmic. I guess it's just boring. No, it's no, it's not algorithmic because it's like CD mm. pop. Yeah, exactly. Literally. It's a bit like outdated in a way. Like it sells albums. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like maybe the Nile song also felt a bit outdated to me. This seems like CD pop. There's no other way to describe the it. The Nile one perfect. is like really early 2000s. Yeah, it's not Yeah, modern. exactly. Yeah. But I think it'll do well for that reason. Yeah. And I guess they also have like a built-in audience. No matter what they do, they'll always have the stance. Yeah. Although the gospel yeah. thing and the hairstyles one is like, okay. That throws it off for oh me. Oh my God. He would do that, though. That's just, like, I feel like his tea, you know? Mm. This proximity to, like, normalness or, like, trying to be... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's what, when pop stars turn to guitars, they're trying to get that vibe of, like, being humble and mm-hmm. organic mm-hmm. or whatever. But I just don't... I don't vibe I don't vibe with queers, so I don't vibe with <laughs> those styles. <laughs> you know what, though? It's less than a three-minute song, so I vibe with that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This didn't waste too much of our time in pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> from boy band to ex-girl group camilla cabello cabello i guess oh easy she keeps coming back she keeps coming back we can't avoid her yeah we keep skipping no. her songs but there's really so many of them <laughs> i know she's releasing so much shit and this sounds as boring as any other shit she's released recently what's her vibe yeah like what's going on here it's like singer songwriter i suppose She's like, I've used my Latinaness too much now, so I need to like actually find some sort of voice that doesn't rely on me being by my parents being white Cubans. Yeah. And I guess she tried to do it with this. It's this sounds exactly like never never be the same. Isn't it the same song? By her. Oh. <laughs> I mean we it definitely sounds like her other songs either way, so Yeah, no exactly, yeah. I'm not familiar with her canon, but it sounds like all the other songs. Yeah. I just hate her voice too, not to be annoying, but... I was thinking about this too. It's like between Taylor Swift and Camila Cabello, Cabello, but mm-hmm. I just, I can't do the voices. That is what it comes down to. Yeah, that's fair. Easy Camila Cabello is absolutely a local. That's like the, the definition of local. Yeah. Camila Cabello is somehow like Halsey. She's like the forever 21 of music. Oof. Scale. <laughs> But did you lie? No, you didn't. <laughs> Bye, Camila. Bye, yeah. Your bottom. Okay, so next, can you tell I really grouped this? Yeah, we have like it works really well. An actual girl group. <laughs> it's like a Charlie's Angels soundtrack song called "How It's Done" yeah. with Cash Doll, Kim Petras, Alma, and Stefan Don. This is for a movie, and it sounds like it. It's like a credit song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the most valid take anyone said on this. I think it was Christian on Twitter mm. when the like the track list for the whole soundtrack came out, he was like, This is gonna sound like money being burned. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But you know what? It yeah. isn't money being burned because this showed up on absolutely everyone's Spotify. Because they really like used each artist as like a demographic, I think. Yeah, I guess like that's what they did with Alana Miley song too. That's the only explanation I will ever have for Alma being included in the song. She like gets she streams know, well. This, this group of people, Ken Petras and Stefan Don, never would have thought I would say their names in the same sentence. I love when Stefan's included in stuff. I really do. But I, I totally agree. She really, to me, is a highlight of this song, actually. 
I mean, getting to Kim's fans alone is like worth something. I figure. Yeah, that's T. I think it's honestly just like an alert that the movie's coming soon. Exactly. Shows yeah. up on Spotify. And this whole this song also like to me had Ariana all over it. Obviously, because she like produced the album, oh. which means nothing. It sounds too like Junior. Mm-hmm. The song, whatever. They just shouldn't mess with Charlie's Angels. But let's move on. Let's move on. We got Cher Lloyd, MIA. And MIA herself Mm -hmm. commented on about this on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. I fucking love MIA. She was like, how disappointing is this? Seeing this for the first time. (laughs) Certainly not about her. She hasn't tweeted for years and comes out to like shade Cher Lloyd. (laughs) And Um, in terms of the song, I mean, skip? (laughs) I could skip it, yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't know she sounded this way. I feel like she sounds different in every song. <laughs> the only Shirley song that I know is called I Want You Back. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I, I, my friend Queen, we would always play it when we used to work together at a newspaper in school. Cute. And I was like obsessed with it because when someone like exposes you to a song enough, you become obsessed with it or like if the song is good. Yeah. Um, this wasn't the worst song actually. I didn't hate MIA, but it's skippable. Even though we just talked about it. That sample in the chorus is doing a lot of heavy lifting, for sure. <laughs> She's like not even singing her own chorus. <laughs> yeah, true. Also, dare I say like a Camilla vocal, kind of? No, you're absolutely it's right. Like I'm not getting that vibe right now. I don't know what that is. It's like apples and bananas and like, a little bit. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I was going to say the way they like pronounce their words is not as apples and bananas as like Halsey because they open their mouths a bit more. Right. Or they scream. They scream while doing that. Are you not assuming Cher's gender? You keep saying that. No, I was. <laughs> no, I'm including. I'm including Camila. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to be streaming that song in the future. Yeah, no. <laughs> Next song, we have Hailey Kyoko, Demons. Famous queer. Yeah, yeah, we have a lesbian. Period. Um. <laughs> I feel like Hailey Kyoko is so uncool, but I like the song. She's so nerdy, yeah. yeah. It's funny how, like, we love a Halloween song when Kim Petras talks about getting, like, ducked backwards, but then... We have a cute song about Halloween by Hailey Kiyoko and we're like bored. And it's like about like her own mental health or something very deep and like emotional. like P.U. (laughs) Uh, I actually didn't hate the song though. No, I didn't hate it. There's something really campy about it that I enjoy. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's a no for me. That's fine though. Yeah, it's a local for me, but I, I could listen to this. Oh yeah, local. We also have not rated anything. That's what I love about us. <laughs> we have a concept, but we refuse to stick to it. Yeah, it's not even conscious refusal. We just forget. Yeah. Okay. Next song, Sebastian. I haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> like his... Who is Sebastian? I've never seen this person before. Oh, he's like a French house guy. Oh. Dear. I don't know if he's on Ed Banger, but he's related. Oh. Oh. Interesting. This one I kind of liked. I kind of liked the two. It's a bit local i think in the sense that he sounded to me a bit like kid cutty okay so Vocally. whoever's on it i don't know it looks like it's featuring a guy named bakar uh oh so he doesn't say i used to think he did but it was never him. can i ask you something please why is the a capitalized oh that's just like it yeah that's just how it goes <laughs> okay. that's how he spells it he has a famous i don't like it famous album cover where he's making out with himself you should look through it and look at it oh well well you know who has that too Notorious pod favorite Sega Bodega. Oh, you're right. So Dare I say 
the Sega Bodega track or like cover art is an homage to this one. It's from like a very distinct time for music, 2011. Right. I kind of like this. His album cover makes me respect him a bit more. He kind of looks like Julian Casablanca. He so does. Yeah. It's a good album. Um, It's a good album. I like the song. I feel like I shouldn't like it though. There's something about it that's like sleazy. The male vocal. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Literally the presence of males. Sucks. Yeah. We're so bad with that. We have more male vocals right now, though. Next, it's Black Eyed Peas. Did you like this song? Did you like this? Oh, we're done with it. Okay, we're done with Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I like Sebastian. Um, we've skipped a okay. few of his tracks in the past couple months, but Ritmo, Bad Boys for Life. This is by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, it's featuring J Balvin. The song yeah. is so local. Wow. This is the most like local, maybe even algorithmic song in our playlist this month. Yeah, you're right. The sample is just so cheap. It's like obviously yeah. like they're not because they're not even using it creatively. They're just like no, pulling they're out. The, yeah, they're just pulling out the song, taking the hook from the song, and just replaying it. There's nothing interesting to it. It's one of the worst um, sample usages I've heard this year. I would say. Yeah. It's really lazy. Right. Super lazy. Yeah. Because you know I'm um, I'm a sucker for that sometimes. Like I'm open. Yeah. I'm open to like no, a cheap hook, but this is yikes. Yeah. You know who succeeded really well? Katy Perry with using like samples. Oh, yeah. Never Really Over? No, Never Really Over. Oh, of course. Dagny. Yeah, yeah. She. Oh, duh. Yes. Okay, she. In terms of Black APs, I do have to say I have to give a bit of historical context to the lyrics of this song, Readmo. Oh, okay. Um, there's this like really famous meme in Latin America, like, like a potato flew around my room kind of <laughs> level like a very very famous name of this guy calling into a radio station and saying in spanish like can you play the song that's like uh they're not re- rebook or nike and then the, the radio host is like what what is he saying and then it's just that song like the rhythm of the night the guy like oh. i guess heard it as like rebook or nike okay um so when i started when they started playing i was like only thought about that and then j balbin has like a reference to that meme in the song oh, no way Missed which I thought that. was pretty funny yeah that makes me wonder if I've listened to this all the way through maybe not maybe not and you don't need to honestly that's like the only interesting thing about this song I had I like worked hard to find something to say about wow. this wow proud of you on yeah. that one thank you I do it for my listeners <laughs> speaking of our listeners this next song's called Bottom Bitch by Doja Cat <laughs> this one's kind of good right I kind of like the... Um, it's Blink-182 sample. I'm really been coming around Doja Cat. I, I spewed so much hatred on this pod. She's annoying to me. She just relies so much on gimmicks yeah. sometimes, but this, I like That's this happening song. as we speak, like Blink-182 yeah, sample. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. You know, this sounded a bit to me like um, Lil Peep. Totally. Mm-hmm. XXXXTentacion. Tentacion or whatever. Like it's just like guitar rap is what I yeah. mean. Like pop punk. I've come to realize that she's a pretty good songwriter. I mean, she has help, as we know. Yeah. And even though she relies on gimmicks, she does it well. Like, I used to hate her because of that song, Tia Tamara. Yeah, you hated that song. Yeah, she just, like, uses the same, like, rhyme throughout the whole song. But now I'm like, whatever. At least you did it funnily. She's just like a comedian more than a singer. Also worth noting that the entire cast of Blink-182 has credits on this. Not cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, T. So good for them. Yeah, they're getting that coin. 
Okay, that was 10 songs. Should we take a breather? Oh, yeah. That was pretty easy, actually. That was not bad. Okay, well, why don't we talk about the Caroline Polishek album, Pang? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. And we'll do some more songs in a minute. Yeah. We haven't had that much time to sit with this album because it came out two days ago, I think. It came out on Friday, yeah. It's a hard album to listen to if you're not, dare I say, like, kind of depressed. I don't know. Yeah. It has that, like, like it has that wall that does say a Lana album would have mm. where like you have to be in the mood to want to listen to it. It's not like Yeah, you're right. Um I don't know though. I like that I've listened to my favorite songs are Pang. Okay, yeah. And also Hey Big Eyes, I love. Gay guys when you said that. Hey before. gay guys. <laughs> hey guys. By Caroline Polchek. I like Pang a lot. I think it's like the um, title track. It's really fun that she like uses pang is like the i don't know like the chorus is like she says like i think inside of me and then bang i thought that was like really clever way of like making the form of the song mimic the content or whatever i have a theory that it's about bottoming oh <laughs> Not really, but that's what bottoming feels like. Being submissive? When, no, just getting like penetrated in the ass. You're like uh. there and then pang. You know, it really hurts. Oh. Is what I mean. Someone posted that, and I, I, want to, I wish I knew who, but someone was like, Carolyn is um, Charlie for tops. Whoa. Oh, Charlie? Was it Charlie? Or some other like current artist for Lana tops. for tops? Maybe. I don't think it was Lana, though. But someone was saying that Caroline is top music. Do you agree with that? As a famous top? Um, no. I don't think I do either, yeah. To be honest, I don't I don't know. Like, I've listened twice now. Mm-hmm. And my eyes kind of glaze over a little bit just because it... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not at that speed at the moment. But New Normal <laughs> and Hey Big Eyes really got to me. Like, yeah. I think I can always relate to yodeling a little bit. And yeah. Hey Big Eyes has that. I actually find that to be the hard thing or like unaccessible thing about her music. Her vocals mm. are so yodely. Okay. I think she's like classically trained or whatever and it shows. Yeah, it it's shows like, for sure. Yeah. I think it's sort of like what also is a bit of putting to me about Joanna Newsom. I feel like her vocal style is a bit hard to get into. I find it easy to get into, but I think I'm attracted more so to the like upbeat production. Mm. That makes sense. Of the Pang songs is a bit of beat. It is, yeah. Like, those it's, three together, I like. You know what Pang sounds like? Um, Fireflies by Owl City. Oh, Owl my City. God. I love that <laughs> comparison. <laughs> I like the song Carolyn Shut Up. I think it's really cute. It is cute, yeah. Um, we love Door. This podcast came out a few months ago as Door Stands. Yes. And Actually, I feel like dare we, I say, we've been talking about it for so long. Yeah. She's part of the reason why we had to stop doing episodes every two weeks like it was just every single Literally. episode yeah uh, she had uh, been releasing singles for like every single episode and it's like okay what else can we say about caroline and even when we didn't 
have a new song by her, like we would relate stuff to her. Like she really yeah. got in our heads. It was, it was a <laughs> decent album did. campaign, honestly. Yeah, and honestly, totally because I feel like the gays really rallied around her in a way that they haven't before. Yeah, definitely. Is it her debut solo? Maybe. I think so. But no? the PR campaign was really good. I feel like the, this really like captured the attention of people on Twitter, specifically gays. It's like hard to break through. Yeah. Yeah, and um, she did that somehow. I feel like when we when she released "So Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings," we were like saturated or tired of her discourse, and we didn't like it at the time. I think we rated mm-hmm. it local or not local, but we were just like we don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I like it more. I think like what we were saying about that song was that it felt like it didn't fit in the universe that she had already created. Right. But listening to the rest of the album and seeing how the more like upbeat songs work, I feel like it does fit into. Yeah, I feel like Bang right. overall is a very cohesive. It's a very cohesive and like it sounds like a body of work. So I like that about yeah. the album a lot. It's, it's also interesting how a bunch of her singles are kind of tacked onto the end, though. Oh yeah, T. In a way, Caroline Shut Up seems to me like it could be the last song. Yeah, that would be fun. Actually. Because then you have So Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings, Door, and Parachute. Yeah. Um. And it's just, I mean, I think she knows it's hard to listen to an album with singles you've had for months spread yeah. throughout i think she knows that so only ocean of tears is like within the new body of work it seems to me mm-hmm. like it, it could actually be a pretty like good strategy because if like if you're trying to listen to the album you don't want to like when normal fucking rock world came out i would always just skip all the singles yeah. which became annoying yeah and also spotify keeps good. track of that and like ends up using that info you know against her oh really like your skips it knows what you skip yeah no way, that's fucked. And, like, uses that info for playlisting. Oh, that's so fucked up. I feel like I should have known that. Jesus. We could do a whole episode on, like, Spotify, gaming the Spotify system. Totally. Um, I will say The Gate is, like, essentially not a song. It's, like, an intro, in a way. Why start the album with the most inaccessible song? I felt a bit weird about, mm. but whatever. So you're coming out as anti-intro. Yeah, at least at least this intro. Some intros work, but I feel like just get into it. Pang would have been great as the first song, actually. You're right. That's my only complaint. She even hyped this album as no, what did she say? No interludes, no feats. Which is true. There's oh, no yeah, features right. and there's no yeah. interludes. But I mean, there is an intro. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. But overall, I really like the album. It's honestly been too sunny it's to so listen hot. to. It's been like nice weather. So yeah. give me like a few months. The cover, I fucking love. Me too. Yeah. She's like a theater kid a little bit. <laughs> and you can see that in her vocals, vocal style too. Mm-hmm. It's just like so exaggerated, so dramatic. She is a theater kid. But then when she like wow. tweets, it's like LOL and like like emojis. <laughs> and like she's, you know, she has, she contains multitudes, I guess. It's allowed. <laughs> my friend Yvonne, and speaking of her multitudes, my friend Yvonne recently posted something on Twitter like shading her. And then he posted it on Tumblr like, liking her and i was like oh you've come around and he was like yeah i guess so but i also can't forget about the time that apparently kalala said that caroline typed out the n-word <sighs> in some like instagram post or something hilarious yeah i guess because she I feel like caroline is friends with like the solange like blood orange crowd got it okay she's friends um, with everyone but she she contains that multitude too <laughs> so let's do another few singles want to yeah okay we have Poppy, I Disagree, popping on my headphones for this one. Keep the volume low. 
I know, right? It's so fucking loud. <laughs> Is this our first skip? Listen, I'm just gonna say, I um, probably will never grab or buy a Poppy album, but I respect her hustle. I like that someone's making, like, metal pop. <laughs> no one asked, um, but it's true. <laughs> That's what she's doing. Yeah, no one literally asked. <laughs> it's the two, the two, like, markets or audiences that just don't overlap. Yeah. So she's brave for that. Let's give her credit for I that. I didn't even see it coming. Like, who's making right? this for her? Literally no yeah. production credits. Oh, yeah. Maybe she made it herself. I guess so. No, I, I, I don't think so. Wow. Metal's crazy. Wait, the guitar sound? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No one can even hear us talking over this, you know what I mean? <laughs> you should play it whenever you have to censor someone's name. <laughs> a sick guitar riff or whatever. Lick. Fucking guitar lick. Okay, <laughs> fuck. Oh Next song is Grilling N-Words by Cupcake. Okay, it's, well, it's more of the same. It's like a lot of wordplay, which like only she can get away with somehow. Like she's so corny and like somehow, cute right? in a way, but so sexual. Anyway, this came out right before that video of her came out. Do you remember the video I'm talking about? She said she was gonna quit music. So she's in like what looks like a bywandering, right? Yeah, and someone's filming her, and she looks like she's been crying, and she promises to quit music in this video, this like handheld footage. And she's been silent ever since, as far as I know. Oh, has she? Oh, gee. I somehow thought this... I guess it didn't look when the song came out. I thought it had come out after that. Oh, that kind of sucks. It was like around the same time. And actually, um, Charlie did, I guess, a cupcake song. I wonder which one it was. Oh, it was I Got It. Oh, gee. And afterwards, she like... I don't remember what she said, but like... She like held her heart or something and like said, We love you, Cupcake. And it was just like a little loaded. You know? Right, yeah. I know, absolutely. Like, something's up. And I hope people are checking yeah. on her, because I don't really know what I could personally do. I feel like Cupcake's done this before. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a bad man in her life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she posted She posted um, a few years ago something, or not a few, but I think about a year ago, something similar. Yeah. Or I think she posted something about going to a hospital. I feel like she was having some oh, sort she, of mental health Oh, she was going to kill herself. Yeah. Uh. I do think she's really talented. I think, like what you were saying is right. She strikes a balance in like having really clever wordplay, being cute and sexy. It's not easy to do, but she does it. She hasn't tweeted since September and, 9th. Oh, shit. Yeah. Also, speaking, I think the other Azalea rant that I was remembering was mm. when she accused Lizzo, or not accused Lizzo, accused some music executive of using Lizzo to take Cupcake down or like out of the music industry. Holy shit. And when she said also that, the same industry person was he had used Cardi to like take down Nicki Minaj. Right. The idea was Cupcake refused to sign to this guy, and uh, I obviously yeah. wish I could remember his name right now, but like this major label same. guy. So Cardi said yes to this man, yeah. and who else? So it seems like Nicki said no. The guy asked Cupcake to shade Nicki, and she was like, "No, I'm not going to do that. I respect Nicki." Mm. Um, yeah. So he went against them, and then he somehow is related to Lizzo. I think it's Atlantic Records. The guy Atlantic, which is Charlie's yeah. label, too. Oh, T. Oh, that's probably why she collabed with Lizzo. Totally, that's why, yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. But you're right. It was Yeah, it was Lizzo. So, like, the idea is that Lizzo signed to this guy, or, like, was signed to Atlantic under the mentorship of this guy, who, like, plays mm. hardball against other female artists and, like, likes a few. Exactly. So, fuck, so depressing. Like, really dark, actually. So fucking depressing, yeah. Um, and we haven't heard from Cupcake since. 
We haven't heard from her since. Yeah. I do love Cupcake, so I hope she's in a good place and she starts making music soon if that's what she wants. Yeah. That said, we've barely talked about the song. We don't mind it, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like any other Cupcake no. song, right? It's like, like literally, I think you started describing it as like the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a new Cupcake song doesn't really break any new boundaries. Yeah. We I'm need thinking. her, though. Yeah. An important voice in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Next song, we have T. Home With You, FKA Twigs. Please. Oh, we didn't take that off. Were you supposed to take it off? <laughs> no, I think it's because I was supposed to come up with some tea. Yeah. You were like not into this. Can I tell you something? This came on yeah, in please. our playlist, and I was kind of like listening through one day, walking mm-hmm. around, and I thought yes. it was Lana Del Rey. Am I canceled? That's so crazy to me. It shows well, I have there's... no taste for this kind of music. No, it just... Yeah, maybe you just don't have the... But also that there's moments of it where like her voice is just distorted vocals that Lana would never do. You're right. Lana's so like organic or whatever. Um, but yeah, you're being reductive, Josh. But wait, okay. I'm mad. Listen to like around 140. Okay. It's not even distorted. It's like just full Lana. It's like oh, pretty high register. Yeah, full but... on. Yeah. Oh, I, I see that. So yeah, it was like, ooh, piano, like... Female Lana. <laughs> yeah, must be Lana Del Rey. Yeah. But then the second half, so I guess it, my take with the song is that it's like so many different ideas in one song. Mm-hmm. There's like that high register you just were talking about. Then there's like sort of like deconstructed beats later on. Right. It's um, in fact not know, pop music, it. is it? It's not pop music. FK Twigs really leaned into her like weirdness here. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the song, though. I thought I was going to hate it because I didn't like her future song, but I like this a lot. Oh, the future song that we discussed. Yeah. In yeah. one ear, at the other. Okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Same with this song. <laughs> the thing about Twigs that annoys me, she's so overhyped, I find. I hated the years when she was really into voguing. I thought that was a bit corny. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's all she had, though. Like, that was really a part of her identity. Yeah, really but huge. that was like right after LP1. Mm-hmm. I feel like before LP1, she was like, oh, making good music. Then she became like this vulgar. Yeah. So like Google uh, Glass or whatever. Oh my God, that video. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. wait, that Apple HomePod video, like, and by video, of course, I mean commercial was great. Remember the <laughs> one with like the expanding apartment and like yeah. the table got long? Wait, what's the Twigs? That was Twigs, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that actually. That's like the best work yeah, she's she- ever done. She's a dancer. Yeah, she's a dancer, which I guess was why she was obsessed with voguing. But it was like a bit too late. It was like 2015. No, voguing's forever, man. Um, yeah, maybe. One time I went to New York, um, and I went to Times Square, and I went to Mike Q's club <laughs> night, and it was uh, the Vogue Off, the competition. Mm. Did you participate? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> hilarious i mean you never know <laughs> it, was, it was a lot it was fun i would never do that just because i'm too embarrassed to vogue yeah okay one time oh my god there was a vogue off that's like not what it's called i sound like an idiot there was a voguing competition <laughs> a ball even is what we call it at um yeah, club that- 120 so this white guy i know who i like for the record Names. attempted to Vogue <laughs> and like was booed off the floor. He like forgot a tenant of Voguing or something. Like he wasn't doing enough. Like being white. Yeah, yeah. The tenant of Voguing is not be white. No, he was like not, he was doing hands and like 
I don't know. I forget. I forget how voguing works, yeah. but he forgot to do at least one thing. And the audience like caught on within seconds and was like, you're not even doing this right. Like you have to leave. Yeah. It was so awkward. Fuck. <laughs> Let's vogue off this topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Okay. From that to Katy Perry. Sounds about white. Harley's in Hawaii, baby. Do we stand? Baby, I love this track. I do too. I never thought I would become such a Katie cat. Thank God you're seeing the light. Recent months. (laughs) Her songs are so good, like technically, but that is her Mm. thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you hear her voice in a store, it's like, yeah, you're at a store. Like you really arrived at the mall. (laughs) Um, The sounds of malls. Like I heard Small Talk recently at the Bay, at Hudson's Bay. I do hate that song. It sounded good looking at Boots. <laughs> What's Boots? No, like like boots that you wear. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my God, this is really a Vogue-off. <laughs> um, there's a lot of guitars. But still, um, it's not that 808 that we love so much. Boyce, what's the name of John's Twitter? Boy Installation? I think he tweeted something comparing that song to a few Lana tracks. No way. That was pretty funny. That is funny. Yeah. He said, High on the Beach, Florida Kilos, which are like a couple of Lana songs that are more upbeat. Oh, yeah. They kind of sound like it. See, Lana I could stand. never with this like pop song. Core. Lana could never. No. Uh, it's a sound of money. You know she's not interested, so fuck off. She's not. No, you're right. That's fine. You know what, though? Harley's in Hawaii is a very Lana image. Oh, absolutely. Like, Katie isn't known for like a setting really yeah a sense of place she doesn't her songs don't usually have that tt joshi i think you're getting at the crux of it <laughs> of my like maybe why i can become a full katie cat i think that's mm. that she okay. doesn't have that much imagery this harley's in hawaii is straight up uh the right music video or like the image of that oh really I've or like now it. that you said that now that you said that i'm like thinking like lana writing right. those harleys in that video um so it is a little bit derivative then yeah I do think, though, that she's going in a great direction. Like, she turned away from the SNL performance with all the drag queens. I think she was just, like, not finding... She was trying to, like, attach to anything that was, like, weird and quirky and funny. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's purred it down now. She's coming, She's gone back to, like, making pop bops. Um, yeah. You're right. And That's that stream witness. <laughs> I'm happy with this song. I've been playing it a lot, too. It reminds me of a tweet I saw recently that I can't source that basically suggested that the Natasha Bedingfields of the world are all extinct <laughs> because everyone just like wants to audition for Race Remmerd. And I think that's right. Audition for what? Race Remmerd. What's that? <laughs> it's like Sway Lee's group with that other guy. Oh, okay. Right. Of course. Yeah. Everyone just wants to be like LMA or like, you know, like an R&B yeah, diva. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before, these people were like the Stacy Oracles or like, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah, this is tea. a little bit of both. Like, we still have really, like, trappy 808s. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have this, I guess, Hawaiian loop going on in the background yeah. with the guitar. If anything, mm-hmm. the 2000s were all about, like, alternative R&B, mm-hmm. I think. Like the 10s? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which wow. I'll get more into when we talk about Frank Ocean, actually, but... That's the oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> the next song is kind of tens based as well. It's um Fabulous, Jeremiah, and Davido. Mm-hmm. It's called Choosy. I love this song. I what love like the hook. Yeah. Which I mean like the chorus, I guess. Or like when they say choosy. 
Yeah, they sure do say cheesy a lot. <laughs> I just love Jeremiah. Like, yeah, same. Because he's back. the only male voice I can like I can to tolerate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the song, but I don't have that much to say about it. That's okay. We can move on. Yeah, How about yeah. Charlie Puth? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one is an empress of vocal on a keto song called Wild Girl. The word keto has really been tainted for me. I know, it's spelled K-I-T-O, but it certainly sounds like the other one. Yeah, like the diet. The fad diet. <laughs> the fad diet. I find this oh. to be a bop that I would, for example, put on my radio station entering in a C-list. T, for And then instance. maybe it would stay on the C-list for a few weeks and even eventually make it to B-list. Oh, wow. I'm into it. What about the A-list? No, not quite. No, no, not quite. In my radio station, she would stay at the C-list for oh, yeah. a week tops. Yeah. I really like her voice. I always have. Impressive? Yeah. You know what? I've never really gotten into her shit. There's a couple of like all like alt girls, her, like Lee. How do you pronounce that? Likili? Likili, yeah. Who I've never Fair gotten enough. into. Wasn't it Empress of who did the Lana Love cover? Yeah. Yeah, it was with DJ DS. Yeah, exactly. I saw that. I actually only found out about that recently. Um, oh, that's I was great. listening to DJ DS. Yeah, I actually hey. really like that cover too. Anyway, it's the production is like dated to me in a way. Like it's it's like a simple bob, really. Yeah, I think that's a generous eating of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're so generous. Every once in a while, I'm generous. Okay, we have a race car by Deaton Chris Anthony. That's one name. And then Claro <laughs> and Coco and Claire. Claire. Oh my god, too many Claires. Yeah, three Claires, up to six first names. Yeah, I no, can no, read. No, no, no. So that's my um, first criticism. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot. Do we need all these Claires? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is like a Scandinavian producer. Honestly, yeah, works for me. It works. Right. It sounds. It sounds a bit like. <laughs> I'm getting MIA. Am I crazy? Yeah. Okay. I guess around two minutes, they're saying where the police at in a very MIA. Yeah. Saying borders. Oh my like god, borders. <laughs> Funny stuff. <laughs> Funny you're, stuff. you're cackling at borders. <laughs> <laughs> do we need a break? What do you think? Yeah, maybe. I'm like, okay, I think. Well, let's move on then. I don't know, that group maybe was a, a little less vital than the first group. Yeah, me. it felt a bit more boring, maybe less discursive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, um, totally less to say. I don't think that's our fault. No, I don't think it is. It's, the, it's because of the mediocrity of this music. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't listen to the Toblo album? Uh, briefly yesterday, actually. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. So, a deep read. Yeah. Okay, well, it's called Sunshine Kitty, so maybe you don't need to deeply read it anyway. <laughs> um, I'm starting to wonder how much control she has over her sound. Because I can't why? help but notice the huge Universal Music copyright thing at the bottom. I just didn't yeah. really realize she was a major label artist. She doesn't sound like one, right? No, but it is really Spotify music. Like, it really... Yeah, too. I mean, she's no Natasha Bedingfield. She's auditioning for Grace Remmerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I've never heard the name of that band said out loud. Oh yeah, it's really until tough. this very moment. Yeah. There you have it, baby. Um, I don't know where they went. Swayze, yeah. I think solo at this point. I think they're doing solo shit. Yeah, much like okay, well, Tavlo, who we're talking about. I rejected this album on site 
a little bit. Like I just wasn't really interested at the time. Just like any particular reasons or just not your thing at the time? Yeah, not my thing. Like seemed a little basic. Like, I mean, we liked Glad He's Gone, but then Bad as the Boys came out. And I didn't really feel like I needed it. It didn't feel vital either. Yeah. But then I mentioned that to Allie before the Charlie show, my friend Allie, our friend Allie. And she was like, no, actually, it's good. Give it a listen. So I did. And you did. And it's kind of good. What's your favorite songs? What should I listen to? You should listen to these two songs, okay? There's one called Are You Gonna Tell Her, featuring MC Zach. You put that on our playlist at Banker. I love that song, actually. It's good, yeah. He's like, um... He's like I don't even Portuguese. know where he's from. I think he's singing Portuguese right now. Okay, it's Portuguese, you're right. Maybe. Maybe he's Brazilian. So though. I like that for Tove. Like, I like a more European... Right, like, like a more collaborative European thing yeah. for her, because she doesn't really do that. And Alma yeah, okay. doesn't count. And um, Kylie Minogue. The Kylie Minogue song I love too, actually. We love that song, but it, I mean, there's nothing else like it on the album. Like, um, so yeah, Are You Gonna Tell Her is great, but also I love Mistaken. It's like, it's one of the last songs. Oh, yeah, I see. Um, it's one of those like high stakes pop songs that I love so much that really feels urgent to me. Oh, I like this a lot, Mistaken. It's so good. Her delivery reminds me a bit of Charlie right now. Okay, yes. And there's also like a tears-esque, Caroline-esque wailing mm. situation towards the end as well. Ooh, I like this. I was not expecting this for Tableau. I really like it. Because I guess the problem, my problem with Tableau, not problem, but the reason, I like, she's very chill. That's her thing, I guess, you know? Like chill pop. Um, yeah. And I'm the It's opposite. like too I minimal like dramatics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But this MC Sack song, that are you going to tell her? I love, mm. I'm listening to it right now. There's like yeah. this underlying beat that sounds like a chase in a movie. Ooh. There's like a, a sense of urgency to the song, but it's really cute. Oh, you're right. I hear it. Yeah, Dare I, I say Drive? Yeah, honestly. Of Ryan like, Gosling. Yeah. I probably, <laughs> I probably had that in the back of my mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, those two songs I'm into. Um, okay. Yeah. But in general, like, I'm not into this production style for her, really. Like, remember Disco Tits? Like, that's Ugh, a different era iconic. of Toblo completely. Yeah. I'm sure she's doing better these days in terms of streaming, but... Yeah, probably financially doing better, but... but I guess her biggest hit like... continues to be uh, the one about drugs. Yeah, that remix of it, too. Yeah. Habits. Yeah, Habits, exactly. There's a song with Jax Jones on this, which I forget if we talked about. We might have deleted it from the playlist in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. But it's called Jacques. And it like has a classic Jax Jones feel. It's like the most oh, yeah. EDM out of all of them. This is like for the clubs. It's for the clubs. Yeah, I mean, it's on the Jax Jones album that I maybe okay. mentioned the other month, too. It's not okay. a highlight, but yeah, I mean... It works. It's okay. I'm listening to it right now. She sounds good. Like, that's the thing. Like, she's a voice that I want around. She sounds yeah, good you're all right the about time. That. Yeah. It's just like, when it when the songs feel like they're a recipe, I just get bored. And like, I feel like I'm not and the like, only person who didn't press play on this album, you know? No, I mean, I didn't, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know why. It just like, wasn't vital. It does exactly. It didn't feel vital. Maybe it's some PR thing. It didn't feel like Obviously, very different vibes, but like the Carolyn felt vital when it came on. I was like, I have mm. to listen to this. I had to, yeah. Whereas I actually Tablo got sick of the tweets. Off. 
Yeah. Whereas I barely heard anything. I actually saw posters for this, like street level postering no for Sunshine Kitty. Yeah, I wanted to take one. <laughs> that like hideous <laughs> illustration of the yeah. like, rabbit or whatever. I mean, kitty, obviously. <laughs> Jesus. I think that's also the problem. Her like visual aesthetic is kind of corny. The visuals were weird this time around, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, that probably is it too. Oh, wait. Did you watch the video for Glad He's Gone? Yeah. Gorgeous, is right? That, is that the one where she's like in jail or something? Yeah, I think she ends yeah, up okay. in jail and then maybe escapes. Yeah, that was so such a crazy video because I didn't love it in the sense that there was no aesthetic to it. It was just like this weird, mm. convoluted story. It seemed like an episode of 24. <laughs> 24, that's a modern reference. Thank you. <laughs> you know why I brought it up? Because Andy was tweeting about it recently. Oh, Andy's been watching 24. I think he might be, or he tweeted something like, I'm shocked to find that 24 is like 24 hours in a season, not 24 hours in one episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> every episode is one hour of one day. Yeah. And he thought it would be one day, yeah. He was pretty disappointed, but... I've actually been watching House, so I can't really oh, blame anyone. House MD. It's not called House MD here. Oh. Yeah, Maybe but I, I've seen that, I think like in America it's called House MD. It's just I've never House watched here. the show. It's fucking great. Glory. You could literally never stop. You know what I mean? And I won't. It goes on forever. There's like 24 episodes and each one's mm. like a standalone. So you just watch and watch and watch. But you know what? It's not a standalone the same way that I feel like other shows are. Like there's some kind of right. crazy stuff happening. TT. The donor at this hospital is like overstepping his boundaries. Oh no. Capitalism. He donated like 100 million and he like wants to get house fired. It's very dramatic. That's fucked up. Yeah. Season one. That's why we need to vote in Ber- Bernie. We, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, as American citizens. Jug meat. Yeah. Apparently, it's jug meat. Didn't know that. Oh, didn't know that either. Yeah. Anyway, I'm voting for him. I'm voting to move on from Tavla. Let's go ahead and drop that in the ballot box and move on, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then let's wrap it up. We also, like, we've been talking kind of albums throughout this episode, and we'll, we'll touch on Kim Petrus, too. Yeah. By the end, so don't you worry. We can close with Kimmy. Close with Kimmy. Let's do more singles. It's The yeah. Shop by Pasha and Henrik the Artist. I thought this was so fun. So fun, right? Like, a little yeah. riff-raffy for me. Yeah. As in the rapper. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean, yeah. Not a little, just a lot. A lot. It has a lot of, yeah, it has a bit of a basic energy to it somehow. I'm, I'm, yeah, I think maybe that's what. But the beat is really good. I feel like this beat with a diva that appeals to the gays could have been fun. Yeah. Still fun to me. Yeah, I like it. Henrik, I'm familiar with because of SoundCloud. Like, he was a little bit more PC music adjacent before. I guess maybe he seems to be more EDM at this point, which is a familiar trajectory, I think. But, yeah. I love this shit. I don't know who Pasha is, but happy for everyone involved. Yeah. I remember clearly listening to the song Walking Down the Street, and it's like such a good song for them. Yeah, Jim too. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh my I'm god. Fast. But I don't look it. at the video on Spotify. It's like, it really <laughs> frames it badly. I hate when that happens, actually. It happens too often. It's like a huge crowd of white people, like oh fist bumping and like mosh pitting and stuff. And it's not like this energy. This song doesn't doesn't have that energy. It definitely does. It definitely does, yeah. But it's. I think the visual just makes it worse. I'm gonna stay away from it. Stay away. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Moving on. MC <laughs> Bin Laden. Panana. Panananaram. Yeah. Panananaram. I adore this song. 
I think this yeah. is when I texted you being like, oh, you put a lot of bangers. This is a banger. Too. I fucking love this song too. Yeah. Dare I say no bass whatsoever, but it doesn't need Yeah, it. no. I feel like this goes well with the shop. I feel like I was listening to them, both of them, and I was like really hyped. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll go out to the tonight. Yeah, MC Bin Laden releases the most music of anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> but usually we don't. More, yeah, actually, <laughs> on the same rate, pretty much. Yeah. But he sounds good on this one. I don't know if he's singing, actually. There's no credit, but like usually there's like 300 credits on an MC Bin Laden yeah. song, you know? It's I like his little gangs there. I'm at a point in my life where this is the kind of shit that I would want to listen to at yeah. a party. Okay, the Red Bull event was a little like this. Oh, really? That's a little fun, actually. I would have, yeah, I would have liked it if MC Bin Laden was played, but... I mean, it was chippy nonstop and, like, DJ Bambi and stuff, so, yeah. Oh, that makes sense, yeah, they do play yeah. shit. That's a great song. Anyways, I had a lot of fun listening to it. I added it to my up-tempo playlist in Spotify, which nice. is a big commitment. I only had really good songs to that. Love it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, next. Back to You by Klo. That's spelled K-L-L-O. Right. Are they Australian? You they are. And Cute. actually, one of their biggest songs is a Mulgrave remix. Oh, really? One of Mulgrave's biggest songs is that song, too. What the listener probably doesn't realize is that this is loaded, but loaded in a positive way, because Josh and I went to see them live. Yeah, we have very positive associations with Klo. Yeah. They're very Josh, good. Josh even made a lot of friends at the show. Oh, <laughs> my <was>. God. <laughs> and Josh was pretty close to going on with them. That was pretty damn close, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were just like straight girls looking to hang out with gays, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was being a bitch. I was like, arms crossed, being bratty, being like, mm, I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I feel like they were in costumes. Am I inventing that? I think they might have been. Or maybe that's just how Generation Z dresses. Right. Like, black lipstick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this song is not bad. It's not bad. That's the, yeah, exactly. Like, their album, Backwater, from 2017, is, it was like my album of the year, easily. Okay. Like, no contest. And then no they had that song, Candid, exactly oh, a year I ago now. I love that song. Candid's great. So this is like their first song in a year, and then that last song was their first song in a year, too. So they're kind of, I think they're ramping back up. KT, you know what song I love? Potential. So good. Yeah, I so love good. I love them. Um, I guess... It's also alternative R&B, but somehow I feel like they really tap into mm-hmm. like some like some really sentimental shit, uh-huh. which I feel like a lot of like R&B doesn't, like alternative R&B doesn't. I know right. I'll talk about this with Frank Ocean, but I love I love that Klo has mm-hmm. very like even melodramatic music sometimes. I think it's really fun. It's so good, yeah. And their influences yeah. are like varied in the very Australian way, same as Mulgrab yeah. kind of actually, yeah. like. UK garage, you might call it, plus like obviously <laughs> R and B. Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good mix. Uh, and not to be shallow, but she's gorgeous so too. They both are, yeah. yeah. That's part of the package. Always. Well, the song is not my favorite of theirs, but in general, yeah. I understand them a lot. Actually, to be honest, if this is her lead single, not a great look, but yeah, too. They can't do that wrong, really. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of garage. Part of the reason why I barely listened to Pang this weekend is because this <laughs> garage, this like classical garage, like cover album came out yeah. on the same day. By DJ I think it's called Gar- Garage Classical. Garage Classical, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, I mean, kind of rock my world. 
I followed your Twitter journey, which wasn't Thank very you. long, but you posted a few things about this, and I was living for you, like vicariously. You seem really happy about this. I was so I'm so happy about it to this day. Um, <laughs> till, till the next day, which is today. literally like I don't know if you understand though. Like Lily Allen's on a song, which is I like know. a big enough get. Like that's kind of cool to me. Yeah, I listen but to the it. I love that song. Yeah, I like this one too. The fact of the matter is, Sugar Babes reunited for this. Yeah, T. Like, and it's a song that I've loved for so long, Flower. Yeah. It's really this... unbelievable. Like, I can't believe my luck sometimes. <laughs> you really are like thing. a British file. You love anything British. I just can't believe it, yeah. yeah I just can't believe it. This album is just like Britain. In I world. grew up with the Sugar Babes, so. Hey. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Uh, love the song. It's a 10. It's a 10. It's really, it sounds really classic. Do you like, like the song? Yeah, like what? I like it a lot. Heard it. No, I like it a lot. It sounds like, I don't know, like, it feels like this is, like, it's a classic in the sense that it's like, oh, this song already existed in my mind, even though it didn't exist. Wow. Um, I love that. It's so positive. I'm trying to think like, what context I would play this. Yeah, it is really positive. But the truth is, all UK Garage is like that. Like, every single song that I love is like, just about loving your man and like looking outside and like seeing the birds <laughs> sing a little bit like looking outside i just i just can't get enough um there's a few songs there's one called sunshine in fact featuring gabriel and so what mm. they did was it's a cover of like obviously this huge orchestra redoing these garage classics but they actually got the original singer to come back Oh, wow. um, and in the original song she's like super pitched up because it was originally a remix of this like r&b song so they brought her hey. back, and it's just like, oof, I just can't get oh, it I'm listening to her right now. I really love that one. This whole album, or like the three songs that you just listened to, have like somewhat like a, a weight. Like they're feeling pretty, I don't want to mm. say epic, but they sound like kind of epic. Bangers, yeah. yeah. They're not like easy listening. There's like the opposite of Tavlo in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They like, That's what I mean when I say high stakes pop music. Like it really yeah, feels. I get it now. Edge, like edge of the world, like yeah. live or die. I'm yeah. so happy right now. I'm finally getting, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I'm getting this concept of high stakes pop and I love it and I'm going to use it all the time now. Yeah, you know it when you hear it. Because I feel like this could easily go wrong, could become cheesy. There's more credit to it than making like a chill Tavlo song because that's always going to work. Yeah. Or at least it's never going to be like yeah. offensive. It's not going to make, what... yeah, exactly. It's not going to like ruffle feathers yeah, exactly. if it goes wrong. But when it goes right, it's like, yeah. Well, people online are, like, losing their minds about Sugar Babes getting back together to begin with. It's, like, it's a mm-hmm. lot. Also, the thing I like about this album is, and this Flower song with Sugar Babes especially, like, I didn't even know people liked that song so much, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, talk about this to many people. <laughs> so, like, to have all these songs on one compilation is, like, crazy to me. Yeah. It sounds like you could buy the vinyl. I think I need to buy the fucking vinyl and also buy a record player. Yeah, <laughs> Let's start with that. So yeah, thanks to DJ Spoonie. I just can't believe it. You really made DJ Spoonie. You really made Joshie's weekend, it seems like. Yeah, no, yes. That's what happened. <laughs> <sighs> so I feel happy for you. I love that forever. moment when like a, an album that's made for you comes out. I feel like I've never been into Sugar Babes at all. They didn't really make it into Columbia. I feel yeah. like all of this British, I'm like I'm looking at their thingy and they suggest like Atomic Kitten, Girls right. Aloud. That should barely yes. made it into Columbia. It's um, hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, smashed I mean, me to smithereens, to be honest. Yeah. What's next? Joy Orbison. Oh, T. This shit was good. It's good, right? Yeah. yeah. 
featuring Kaya Blue, perhaps? It's called Under, is the song name. Yeah. This is certainly, not necessarily high stakes, but a risk. It's like less tracky than ever. Yeah. I love the production. It reminded me of like Jan Jelinek or like early 2000s IDM or like normal techno. Definitely. Um, It's really cool. And I think the vocals will work really well with it. Yeah, me too. No, I just like when kind of like esteemed electronic producers put a vocalist on their tracks. It's nice when that happens. It often works well. I think with Spotify, they kind of have to. This this just reminds me of when we went to that techno party also about a year ago. Mm, See how I said that we wanted lyrics. God, that's just like a classic tale of being gay, though. Like you go to queer parties and they're like not meant for you. No. Well, that was, it felt like a an attack because it was also, they were playing whatever uh, Azalea sampled for Idol Delilah. So it was listen, yeah. it was like like listening to an instrumental virtual version of Idol Delilah. And that just yeah. felt so wrong to me. It was like, yeah, Machine Drum or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, if, that was so rude. I agree. We were like waiting for the vocal to come in, but obviously <laughs> exactly, yeah. never to be found. No. So if you're listening, producers, have some vocals. Yeah, just pop in Grab a melody, a honestly. Yeah. Okay, we have a couple more. Let's keep going. Pop song, Perfume Genius. Uh, I'm obsessed with this song, and I literally almost forced Joshi to add it. No, you're actually really nice about it. You're like, yeah, add it. Yeah, add it. Um, it's good. It's simply not a pop song, obviously. So this and the one that he released before that's called um, Eye in the Wall and Pop Song are for like some performance that someone's putting on, and he did the soundtrack for it. So it's okay. mostly, there's no lyrics to this. Or there's like very few, but it sounds right. really beautiful. It's really easy to listen to, I feel like. Essentially, it's a beautiful song. I was like really, really into it, almost on the verge of tears when I was listening oh. to this. Yeah, I like stand so hard. He's like the only gay musician that I stand. Yeah, you loved I Am The Wall too, last episode. Yeah. I'm like, where's the breakbeat, am I right? <laughs> My brain is so stupid sometimes. <laughs> but I get it, I like him. This makes sense if you like for people who have listened to our podcast enough and get a sense of our different music taste, they would predict that I would like the song. It's like right on my head. It's like me. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's like obvious that I would have nothing to say also, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. This Other is where like you and nice. I diverge. Yeah. I know, but we need that. We need that, exactly. Okay, here's That's one nice. I have not heard. That's crazy to me that you haven't listened to this. Should I listen now? Like a live yeah. So it's DHL by Frank Ocean. Saves the newest for last. Mm -hmm. Which came maybe while you listen. The listener surely knows already because anyone who's gay and has an internet connection knows that this came right after Prep Plus, which was Frank Ocean's party or like night club night. I don't know. I don't know if he'll do it again. But it was supposed to be like. Yeah, he'll do it a club night. I think it was supposed to be thinking about what would have happened in the world if there was never AIDS? Is that the concept of it? Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if people were, had always existed. Right. People were, like, predictably mad at it, at him. Uh, some people because it was problematic, some people because they didn't get invited, mm-hmm. some people because Frank Ocean was in the media again and we don't care about him. That was the last right. group of people. And then he came out with a song, which just, like confirm people's suspicions that the whole thing was a publicity stunt. Totally. I mean, I don't know. I haven't liked... I liked Frank Ocean when Channel Orange came out. I thought he was... 
and quite obviously you can't say he was like a very interesting and new voice in R&B when he came out there wasn't really many people doing what he was doing but then by the time like Blonde came out I was so exhausted because after Channel Orange all of R&B turned to make Frank Ocean covers essentially I felt and Blonde doesn't seem like there's any like there's nothing interesting for me in growth I'm all over the place but my beef with Frank Ocean started with Back in 2016, right before Blonde came out, he posted, he used to post on Tumblr a lot, and he mm. posted this list of the top 100 films that Frank Ocean likes. And the list was just IMDb, like top 100. It was like what an intro to film study student would say are his favorite films, like 2001, Fight Club, blah, blah, blah. And it just distilled this like issue that I have with Frank Ocean, which is that he just, he makes music that, is just so ready to be critically acclaimed in the mm. most traditional and like critically acclaimed by pitchfork. You know what I mean? Like not even like mm. risky or critically acclaimed by like what he knows is going to be liked by everyone. And blonde to me just felt that way. Blonde didn't really seem like there was anything interesting or new happening there. I find it to be very frigid. I know people love and find them to be really sentimental. I find his music to be like cold. Ooh. Yeah. Good take. He's like rapping in this song. Yeah. That being said, I needed to get out of the way to say that I actually like this song. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) All that is to say that it kind of goes off. Yeah, yeah. Because it seems like a change in direction from his shit. He seems like more rappy. It's less like... His songs are always so fragmented. His verses never have any melodies. But this is like so... Like there's a beat throughout the whole thing that is sustained and it sounds good and actually musical. So I actually like this song. Yeah, I'm okay with it, too. You know so what this reminds great. me of? What? Do you remember that Blood Orange song that came out recently that we reviewed? The one that we really liked? Yeah. No, I hear it. I mean, a lot simpler. Gold Teeth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Frank Ocean, um, thank you for your service um, <laughs> as a gay man with a hot body. Bisexual. Don't even oh, Please, right. Jesus fucking Christ. We're going to get hate mail. I don't think any mail would do. <laughs> Honestly, I'm in. Yeah, I would love. I honestly don't think people would care about him if he didn't look that way. You're absolutely like, right. He's so ripped. Like that body. Come on. Yeah, and has a beautiful face. Uh huh. That's also, that's also a fact. This is a fact. Yeah. No, he's so ripped. He's so hot. I mean, maybe I'm just jealous. I don't think he always was. You know, like the blonde cover. I was like, whoa! Like he got hot. Yeah. He was okay. hiding that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, I didn't think of him as, like, um, as hard when Channel Orange came out. Like, it wasn't a thing. I didn't think I, about I his... swear he was, like, a little scrawnier, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Definitely. I know, it's so fucking annoying to me, honestly. What? That he's hot? <laughs> that he's hot. Yeah. Hmm. And maybe that's why he, he's, like, I think the only queer male musician that the gays don't hate. Hmm. Maybe. Because he's or, hot. like, that has commercial success yeah and critical acclaim he really does yeah the gays don't like troy and i think if troy was a bit beefier they would like him more oh i think that's true unfortunately but the gays and i'm including myself in that we are notorious for hating queer musicians or not hating but like we like to bully our own yeah we did it with sam smith but mm-hmm. to be fair sam smith music's music's really suck yeah it is music um, we did it with Troy. Who's next? Who knows? But then we get a queer for clout guy, like Frank here, and we're like, exactly. okay. 
Did you have any thoughts on the prep party, or do you just not care about it? No, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I, I liked Azealia's take more than anything. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Azealia yeah. Banks is always coming with like the most interesting moments in her pop culture, even if they're not about her. She somehow makes it... Seriously, the, yeah. Like, authoritative voice on any issue. Yeah. <laughs> She's an authority. Yeah, absolutely. She's a news source. <laughs> Okay. We're pretty much done, but yeah. should we touch on Kim Petras? Yeah, Turn off the lights. Miss Peeps. Uh, Miss Peeps. You listened, right? You, the group chat, yeah. The group chat, which consists of me, Joshi, and Andrew Grant, who's truly not listening, but shout out. Um, <laughs> you two loved this, eh? Oh, I loved it, yeah. Yeah. I was listening to it on repeat, and I had to stop at a certain point. <laughs> I'm not shocked that you love this, because I do agree with people who say that this sounds a lot like Justice. Oh, yeah. Beyond, just, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Everyone we actually decided, this was a few weeks ago now, but we decided in the group chat that calling it justice was the local opinion. Calling it... Oh, what was the other one? I don't remember this. We settled on Mr. Wazo though. Like, that's really the reference here. Was I a part of that combo? I feel like I might have been tapped out. Maybe you were tapped out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it is justice, but honestly, it's Mr. Wazo. To a T. Like, the fact that no one on a banger is credited... I know, crazy. ...is right? borderline, like, plagiarism, it feels <laughs> like to me. Uh, I really like Massacre. That, That's one of those... Um, I know. That being said, it really worked good. for me. I feel like totally. I've gone on record as saying that I'm still confused about Kim Peeper's, like, narrative, but I mm-hmm. love this Halloween shit that she's trying to brand for herself. And this is just really good music. So I was really happy with this. It makes me actually stand Kim more than... Her actual album. Yeah, agree. I mean, there's so many instrumental tracks on it, but Demons is great. Oh, yeah. Demons into Massacre into Knives yes. and dare I say even Death by Sex is great. I like Death by Sex a lot. Death by Sex seems like the more basic of all of them. Yeah, it does. But it has a lot of replay value. I've been playing this a lot. And obviously some of it is from last year, like kind of the second half right, yeah. has been released, but it still sounds good. And at the end we have this kind of pop rock moment. Everybody dies. Did you catch that one at the end? No, I didn't. It's like a new like oh, rollicking yeah. rock song it's like slow she's singing like it's classic rock yeah like queen <laughs> or something she this sounds great it's, it's a perfect song yeah this kind of reminds me of that rihanna song that is similar by um which i love it's called kiss it better kiss it better oh my god <laughs> fucking love that track I don't know. I think she is able to make it Halloween-y without being too, like, cartoonish. It works. Yeah. I mean, it's all about fucking, right? Like, I mean, it's kind of classic. (laughs) And we're going to be streaming it for the rest of our lives every Halloween, so she won. She won. She's going to be like Mariah in 20 years. It is like that, actually. I think it's, I think it was smart to cash in on Halloween. Because also, can you think, I can't, but can you think of any other pop stars that are, like, halloween Related or like becoming icons of Halloween? I can really well, think of no. anyone. Just that Haley Kiyoko song from earlier. Right. Yeah. 
Yep. Everyone loves Halloween. The gays especially love Halloween, so it's a perfect match. Uh, I don't have a costume. <laughs> Me neither. No, mm. and I don't even know if I'm going out. Um, but last year I didn't do anything, and I didn't have a costume, so <sighs> this year I was really trying to get one, but it's so late now. It's late, yeah. It's getting there. <clears throat> Halloween talk. Oh, we usually do... Every week smashes. we choose the smashes. Every month, I mean. Okay, yeah, we could do smashes, couldn't we? Yeah, there's a lot of songs, though, so it's going to be so hard. Well, for me, it's Flowers, Sugar Babes, and DJ Spoon. Oh, uh, that's so easy for you, though. For me, it would be oh, Pop, Pop Song by Perfume Genius. Okay. And since that one's not very upbeat, I would also pair that with Pan and... Pan and <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Pan and Anarium or whatever? Pan by MC, MC Bin Laden. Those two, I think, are like the biggest tracks for me. Cool. Good duo. Yeah. Harley's in Hawaii is up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harley's in Hawaii. <laughs> I like The Shop. Um, the Shop by Henrik the Artist. You know what? I think it's a Tovlo song. I think it's Mistaken. Oh, T. Mm-hmm. We, we totally, pretty... like, Caroline Polachek was forgotten in this segment a little bit. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. I like the album, but I don't think there's any tracks that I would choose as the smashes, though. You know? Yeah. I, maybe I need to listen to that album like on speakers. I can't decide. Hey. Yeah, know, do that. I think Try. it would be better if you could play it, if you could play it in the background while like cooking or whatever. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But it was nice talking about pop music. A lot of music. <laughs> <laughs> music is being made. And we're streaming like good yeah. little boys. <laughs> we do everything for you guys. <laughs> Yeah, you do so, nothing. Please call in. Call in. Let us know yeah. what you think. Yeah. Say hi. 647-847-8904. We'll be back oh. in a bit. Yeah. Oh, in terms of like equipment news, we're going to buy mics soon. So who knows what that means for us? Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you in a month yeah. um, or sooner. Who knows? We'll see you in November. Yeah. It's like when a couple is on the phone, you hang up. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye, Juan. <laughs>